Yeah, well, it's a Stupidly Small Podcast, Thursday, 16th of July, 2015. It's... Oh, Lauren, where does the time go? Hi there. <laughs> Hello, Farana. How are you? I'm good today. Good you know those days? It's, it's another... Even though I wake up and I'm stuck to the bed. Yeah. Uh, today, I was able to bound out on the no, right side of it. you seem a bit boundy. That's great. Well, maybe because it's a short day and I get to go to a fancy restaurant tonight. So maybe I'm... Ah, that's exciting. I'm building up my anticipation for that. And, of course, it's two weeks away from the birthday, so the anticipation levels are really high and then it all falls away. Have we struck a deal about what we're going to do for your birthday? I'm never going to mention it. A birthday present? Oh, a birthday present. It'd be nice if you gave me something. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to give you anything. Well, yes, you are. I've given you full permission. Yes, but you always, you've never liked anything I've ever given you. Yes, well, you've got to keep trying. See, the thing no, is, it's really, first really you don't un- succeed, try, try again. And then eventually, mm. dear Lauren, when you get it ner- right. When we're in that nursing home together. The stu- part of the stupid corporation. You know what? <laughs> if, the, if our plans go to plan. Yeah. Right? And let's hope they do. Do we have plans? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, domination. Right, yes. So within the portfolio of businesses, mm. we'll be a group of retirement places that we had bought out and rebadged stupidly old or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, (laughs) Stupidly ancient. And we get a penthouse. Oh, do we? Of course. Ah. So we can still (laughs) run the uh, empire from the stupidly old penthouse. And we run the the old people's home like we hate the way people run the world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. We just cash in on the model that we've been critiquing this entire time. Uh, Totally. Mm. But I think we'd be fair. We, we had that. With it, we earned that could, it. That could be the That's motto, with a dash thinks. of fairness. That's what everybody thinks. Old world, old world flavour with a dash of fairness. Oh, how touching. Yeah. It's funny that guy who uh, did the Kevin 07 campaigns died uh, overnight. Really? Found dead on a beach, I believe. At 60. Oh. Surfing and... Um, Oh, yeah, so he was a very famous ad guy. So yeah. perhaps that uh, – I, I apologise for not knowing his name off the top of my head. Oh. But um, he did the Kevin 07, the mining ads, mm. you know, state election. He was, he was like the guru of, sta- the of uh, political advertising. Really? Anyway, found dead at an early age. But perhaps we can dedicate that uh, little spice of marketing to his memory. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, everything tribute. What's been happening in uh, <laughs> Well, you Clark talk Town? about you being excited. Yesterday – no, it was Tuesday – Tuesday at work, I could not stop thinking about something in the most excited way. Like just Tuesday, yes. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me, sorry. Let that out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, uh, it was – so Tuesday was – I was at work and I just kept going. You know that thing of <laughs> – like, like you're waiting for – well, I suppose you for you it would be a restaurant, but for me it would be like – an amazing opening night of a show or... Oh, uh, I do like the theatre myself. Something, something that... You, a, a great gig. Something that you're like, oh, that's going to be so exciting. I've gone off gigs. Or something that... Of course you have. Um, something that... Like your mate coming tonight. Like if my mate Mel came to visit from London... Yes. It'd be like that. Like, mm, how exciting. Really? Do you get excited it? by visits? I hate visits. From overseas? Yeah. From your bestie that you haven't seen forever? Yeah, because then you got to stand on the ears and graces and show no, them a good time. No, you don't. No, you haven't met Mel. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong kind of visits. That's what you've done. Oh, don't think so. Uh, anyway, this I kept thinking and I kept, I kept texting um, my gentleman friend and saying, is it ridiculous mm. how excited I am 
about a couch. <laughs> oh, couch. Hello. Because, you know, we've been talking about my the couch situation at my house. Uh, on this podcast before. The couch situation at my house is that my I inherited a couch from my grandmother. It was beautifully kept. You know, she kept it gorgeously for what a thousand did you do years. To it? Um, well, no, by the time I received it, it was pretty much, you know, on its way out. I thought you'd found it in the laneway and brought it up. <laughs> but it died and it died long ago. It's funny actually when you see that, like the death of furniture. The death of furniture. Yeah, like, like just... You- Bash between, just bashed to death. Bashed to death. Torn to shreds. Just like burnt. Oh, it wasn't blood burnt. stained. It wasn't burnt or blood stained. But it some would, coloured stuff like, on there I've never seen before. In the wire. Stop that. In the wire. You know that TV show. There's I've an old the couch series. out in. I think it's in the first series. There's an old couch out in the projects, like in the middle of the Housing Commission flats. There's mm. that flat lawn with like nothing on it, and there's like a couch on uh, it. A couch. <clears throat> That couch was in better nick <laughs> than the couches <laughs> in my house. And in the fact, if you put that couch out on the street, students wouldn't even pick no, it up. No, nobody would take this couch. This couch. No, not even a cat would sit on it. Guaranteed. Mm. No, no cat. Fleas would avoid it. Yeah. It is that bad. And you might be battling to get hard rubbish to pick it up. Yeah. They might, get, they might need an asbestos team with a full <laughs> bodysuit. An extra. Mm. They'll, need to, they'll have to pay an extra payment. Anyway... So I was we I we've been I've been talking about this. Remember we talked about the February sales. I was going to January sales. I was going to go in and buy a couch. Remember the hump month sales. Well, remember at the start of the year we talked about sales, mm. Boxing Day sales or whatever. Oh, right. Jeez, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and I said, and you said, I bet you won't get a couch, and I said, I bet I will, <laughs> or I really need to. So what something. was the bet? No, no, it was just like you have to do ten push-ups in front of me. Okay, sure, I'll do them later. Um. Anyway, we uh, didn't get one then Mm -hmm. because we wanted to get – remember we talked about this? Couches are made of jet fuel and all sorts of – Yeah, I do remember this ridiculous conversation. Well, if you Google – Jet fuel couch. If if you Google chemical – You'll get idiots flying off cliffs trying (laughs) to (laughs) – It does sound a whole lot more fun, (laughs) a jet fuel couch. No, this – couches have got all sorts of chemicals in them. In the States, they're like toxic as because they've got like – all sorts of horrible things in them. In Australia, they're toxic as, but they just don't have that extra one that the that the states have. Mm. But they have like really dangerous chemicals, and there are all sorts of experts meeting all the time about uh, revising guidelines and blah blah blah. But they haven't done it yet. Really, where do they meet? Anyway, no government people. I'm mm-hmm. talking about. If you search chemicals couches, chemicals in furniture in Australia. All these government things come up and they say, what are you, you know, why aren't they I'd banned? I'd like to see your search, chemtrail, <laughs> fluoride in the water. I do not. Why um, do you just do that to me? That is so unfair to marginalise me like that. Well, you're a bit marginal. When, really? Because I don't want to have, <clears throat> have you read, okay, there's a book. You've got a fear I've, of jet fueled couches. I'd say that's pretty marginal. Really? Hmm. If you knew, if you furnished yourself with the information... Mm. You would also be freaking avoiding it. What's because... the website I go to? Governmentouttogetus.com. Oh my God. Hilarious, Stuart. Hilarious. Um, Armtheinsane.com. This is, you know what? This is what people used to say about people who put sunscreen on. Oh, I better not avoid the I better not go out near the sun. It's good for you. You look brown. You look healthy. You look fine. Like, Bit of a different one. If yes. you, no, it's not. That was pushed by an industry, a fashion industry. Oh, what's this not pushed by any chemical companies? They're not powerful in any way internationally. Anyway, the point is, remember, we've discussed this before, but I read that book called Breasts 
And in the, in the book, it talks about how your body's not just your um, breast tissue, but yeah, it, everyone's bodies absorb <clears throat> yeah chemicals, and that that can be that that's there for useful reasons. But that there are certain chemicals that are extremely bad. Some of them are in furniture. Some of them, by the way, are in clothes. You should always wash your clothes before you wear them if they're new. See, I always thought that was just so you didn't get um, ink stains on your body. Yeah. Yes, I know you did. That's because you don't read things and then you tease me for knowing facts. Anyway, Uh, so. Facts. I, therefore, thought I'm going to buy a couch that doesn't have any chemicals in it. Couches that don't have chemicals in them are... a, it's more expensive, and B, like, just annoying. You can't, you don't, you can't just nip down the road and buy. But well, there's thing, a loophole, you know. and that loophole is you can, can buy older furniture. Doesn't well, it's older furniture is better because <clears throat> the so my chemicals Moran have been will be okay. The chemicals have been like smushed out a little bit. Smushed out. So someone else has copped my chemicals. Exactly. Right. So anyway, the other day we started the search again. Hmm. We went, we went to, the, and the guy goes, we went to this shop <laughs> that sells like good ones, you know, like healthy Do ones. He said, hey, hey, Mick, come here, come here. We've got a couple of the chemical people here. Come, no. come, visit, come look at them. No, this is their whole business. Oh, chemical free couches. Mm-hmm. Or just, just natural, fruit shop natural and, yeah. stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he, he, he goes, oh, that's, you know, two grand or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and he said. That's just the base. <laughs> I was like, What's the base of a couch? What do you mean? The other bits, like this, like the cushions. mattressy bit. Yeah, the the, the yeah the cushions. It's right. like it's like a futon kind of construction, but it's not. It's, do they see you coming? In other words, no, but it's they can't. It's anyway that that one was just the first one we went to, and we we know that there are cheaper options. Blah blah blah. But I was just like, oh, I don't even care yet. Like in. <clears throat> three years, I'm going to care. I'm going to want a proper couch. At the moment, why don't I just go to a secondhand shop and source some Rocket couches fuel. there and get some, you know. Anyway, then my neighbour, who mm-hmm. uh, is the best, put up on Facebook that he had a couple of couches going and um, did anyone want them? He was going to chuck them out. And I was like, um, <laughs> mm. hello. <laughs> and I made you. Mm-hmm. And uh, our technical producer, um, Stiggy, go down uh, stairs and carry two enormous couches, or one enormous couch and one enormous armchair that kind of qualifies as a couch. It's like the it's biggest, the biggest thing armchair ever. I've ever seen in it's my life. Huge. It's like a giant's arm, like it's a couch. It's, it's a it's one a, and a half seater. No, it's nearly as big as the, ca- the old couch, the couch situation yeah. couch. So. We brought the, you brought them upstairs. We? They yes. are now in the house. I was so excited on Tuesday because I pictured it in my head how it was going to transform the room. Where was I going to put it? Blah, blah, blah. Mm, I love what you've done with them. Yeah, I've just parked them there at the moment because like, I need to move so many things. Can we but... just redo that bet then? All right, you've got the couch up here. What yeah. if I said to you, yeah. those couch, that, that massive couch and that massive chair will be in that position in, by Christmas? Stuart. <sighs> Okay, fine, sure. Yes, another bit. That's another Let's 10 push-ups by Christmas. <laughs> Let's do it. I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go. I haven't even done the maths on that. Look, that, we got them up here yesterday and I was queer-eyeing it for you. I was going to do the whole, you uh, know, remember I that show where the, that. the guys would come in and razz up your house? I knew you would do that. I wasn't here by that stage. I had to I go. I love doing that stuff. But I know you do and I would have loved to, loved to have done it with you. But the fact of the matter is there's too much stuff that needs to be like rejigged in there. Ah, you're making it too hard. And I had work yesterday so I couldn't do anything. I had so much work to do. We should take a day off. But 
May I say? Sweat that one away. You are yes. You are a very good friend. yes. And a very good helper. Oh, and can always, always, always be relied upon. That's a good trait. I barely even had to ask you. You didn't. I did ask. You said, by the way, you are. (laughs) I don't call that asking. And you were very, uh, I was very impressed. And then you pointed out how great it was that you'd done. (laughs) (laughs) And told me off for not thanking you. Yeah. Yeah. But in a very slight way because I smashed a very uh, sentimental watch into a million pieces. Show me. Show me your watch. I can't. It's it's broken. Show it on you. I can see it from here. You have not scratched it at all. It doesn't even have a scratch on it. No, I buffed it so it was fine. Because the couch was so big, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) in the listening audience. That I got smashed into a wall not on more than one occasion. And at one stage I realised that my watch was dragging on a brick wall, which I don't oh, think... Oh, that's a horrible gla- feeling. Yeah, well, the sound's bad. So <coughs> I took the sound it is bad. And it survived, so it was great. That's how it was meant to be. <laughs> so, can, can I just, just have to take you back? Yes. Do you think in 2015, mm. which I, I'm not taking you back here, we're about to go back in a second. Right. In 2015... <laughs> Because <laughs> we're, we're in the present. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think a show like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy yeah. would get up un, uh, unquestioned? Because <laughs> it wasn't as questioned when it was around. Mm, I you, reckon it was pretty questioned. It was pretty crazy out so? of the box. Like nothing in it. Like but I mean, would done. they get away with that now? Does I'm, anyone know, not know what Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is? It's sure. basically five gay guys. Yeah. Who would go into a slob's house. Yeah, and fix and him up. And give him a haircut. One could do haircuts. They watched one was an interior designer. One of the things they always did was hmm. watch them, watch the straight guys shave and they'd all be going, oh, God. Oh, oh that's God. skin abuse. Oh, what yeah. is he doing and stuff? Because right. straight guys would just go all over their face with a like, terrible razor that was and a they'd dollar. Go, they'd go, no, what you need is your $700 <laughs> razor from Kiehl's and, and then you do slowly. this and then you do what it this way doing? and sideways yeah. here. And, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway. i got to say there's something very satisfying about that show. Well, I wanted to queer eye your house and nobody lets me do a queer eye in here. Can you do a queer eye? Can it, has it become? Yeah, so, but for is sure. It, but is that homophobic for me to say that? So can no, I? No, it's, you're referencing a show. Okay. Yeah, but is it still not saying that only gay guys are able to uh, razzmatazz this little? Well, uh, you know, the apartment? other expression is "pimp my," you know, "pimp my apartment" or whatever. Right. Uh, but either is that way, being misogynistic. Well, either way, they're all, um, you know. Can't we enjoy anything anymore? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's it. I'm no, no, here. no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't that, being that person, to be honest. I, I, I think you can call it queer, queer eyeing, because I think if you, I'd like to see the show where you. In fact, how good would that show be? What's that? Stu, Stu fixes stuff for other people. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Stu goes oh, into your house and goes, right. Here's what's happening. This goes here. This goes here. You know that thing you do. Stop doing it. It's annoying. Uh, Is there anything more annoying? When you go to the shop. Who was the most hated character on TV? Because I reckon then I would become that person times a thousand. Same. But that's how you become a bajillionaire. All those people who are hated Hmm. are like uh, worth a Do you think the people that are hated, they do have a network of people that like them though, don't they? Like in the real world. Say say for instance, right, that Alan Jones, radio broadcaster from Sydney, gets a lot of hate. From a lot of people because he has a lot of bad ideas. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. But there must be people out there that go, well, you know, at, at the end of the night, you know Alan, I love you. I love you, Alan. You are a beautiful man. Do you think there's someone that 
there must be like for everyone. Like think of the worst person going around, and I'm not talking about Hitler. Yeah. But I'm saying <clears throat> who, who's a he really still wins though Hitler. Yeah, but I'm talking about modern day still alive <coughs> now. Who is despised currently? Oh, like people like Carl Sanderlands in Australia. Well, people there must like be someone like Donald Kyle Trump. Sa- Kyle Sanderlands. Yeah. Donald Trump. They, yeah. they must see inherent good in these people. I don't know if they see inherent good. You don't but think so? they celebrate something in the um, contrariness of them. You think? Definitely. So, and I'm saying. Good on I'm, you, I'm, Trump. I'm, you say all the things no, everyone else is too scared to say. No, but I'm all saying that. at the end of the day, do they go home and there's someone sitting on their jet fueled couch and they say, you know what, Donald? You may have just come out today and said some of the most offensive things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. But you I mean know in their real you... life. Yeah, in their real life. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> because half of them don't believe a thing they're saying. I know stories about, for instance, Australian versions of these sorts of people mm. who um, just they just flip through the paper and they try and find a contrary position and they think, should I adopt this side of that argument or this side? And then they adopt whichever one they think is going to rile the most people up and make a really angry thing online, go home, lovely to their families, donate lots of, you know, money to the X, Y, Z. Like people, it's, that's what I'm saying about it. You're you saying could, it's a money generation Oh, ploy. yeah, you could do it for sure. <clears throat> that could be, that could be my you calling. You do it for sure, that's it. It's your, it's your calling. A-hole of the week. <laughs> you know, what's the point? Do you want to go through life being hated? I don't know. No, do, I don't think do, do. Is money that important that you would rather alienate 90% of uh, the people you have to exist with. No. And I'm not but saying you want to be adored off. by people. Some people love that. Yeah, they're called trolls, aren't they? Yeah, they love it, but it's, it gives them a real adrenaline rush. They just love it. They love the fight. There's no fight, though. It's, no, it's there just, is a fight. If you're, if you're in a commercial radio studio mm. and the phones are exploding full of people saying, why don't you shut up? You don't know what you like." But that's like just having, being the, the idiot in the schoolyard. Yeah, but these people were the idiots in the schoolyard. Um, and but they're getting paid for it now. Mm-hmm. So we have to change this a Although, little bit. We we want to be the podcast that everybody hates, but they can't turn away from. Yeah. Well, maybe we already are. Let's look on the bright <laughs> side. <laughs> Stupid. What is in my phone? Oh yeah, the robotic one. <laughs> Stu, what's in my phone today? Is another. Sort of like recommendations thing, right? Oh, is I know, no, no. Thank you very much. Now, the reason I bring this up is that I, you know, in the world of, in the literary world in which mm-hmm. I do not count myself, don't well, worry. Hang on. Recently but, published author, 25 but, of Australia's funniest women in She's Having a Laugh Out through Random Press. A firm <laughs> press. <laughs> You're very lovely. Anyway. Uh, she's having a laugh. She's trying to th- get a sentence together at the moment. So a yeah, sentence. that's right. In in the literary world, there's sort of this seriousness, like that. No. There's this concept. I know, right? There's this concept that you can't be. So that there's a lot of critique about the fact that there's this thing that p- people call chick lit, and you know, if a w- if a woman writer writes about her life, then it's like a you know, story about her life and it's a chiclet book. Whereas if a bloke does it, it's like an existential examination of the soul and it gets mm. a prize, right? But there's also, it goes beyond that to the point where books that are funny don't tend to get 
that sort of recognition. Is you, this your pitch for an award? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but there is somebody, BuzzFeed, have done like 35 hilarious books guaranteed to make you laugh out loud. Now, if you do not read that much hmm. and you or you've gone through a phase, and I've done this, I've gone through a phase for a bit where I don't read books that much or I start reading well, and I can't get much, distracted. Like one a month. No, I don't know. I just it depends, and and I if I get distracted and I'm like, uh, I just uh, I can't, I can't slog through that Don Delilo or whatever it is. Yeah. Don't know what you know that big thick. I just uh, I can't do it. A funny book will get you back into reading like that. Like it's the best trick. It's if if you if you were reading a book that is like making you laugh. Let's recommend a book each then. all the time. Okay, go. Um, <clears throat> that book that you've tried to get me back into reading <laughs> with, I want to recommend that. Is that the David Sedaris one? David Sedaris, what's it called? Funny you say that because here is in this list, uh, number two is Me Talk Pretty One Day, which mm. is his originally like just like pant-wettingly funny book. Right. And a lot of these books in the funny list are short, real, true stories by yeah. people who just know how to tell a yarn. Yeah. And the one that you had was… Paint the c- car yellow or something? Oh, I can't remember. Orange is the new... No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no I, I can't remember which of this, but it's a, one of the Sedaris books. Like, it's a Sedaris. Just pick up a Sedaris. Pick up a Sedaris if you want to have a laugh. Uh, that's my recommendation. Um, there are also... What a recommendation it is. <laughs> uh, Mandy Kang, or however you say her name. I've never known how to say her name. I haven't read that. Hitchhiker's Guide to a Galaxy makes it in. Hmm. Um... I gotta say, as much as it was turned into a movie with somebody I can't stand, what's her name, Renee Zellweger. Oh, no, I can't. Stand, I shouldn't say that. Bridget Jones' Diary. I didn't like her. Um, I don't. It, I, there are certain things about her performance that I didn't enjoy and her attitude to it. But Bridget Jones' Diary is a funny book. Right. Nick Hornby books are funny books. Right. There are well, not all of them actually. <laughs> I just thought of about three that are like devastating. But. Um, but there are some books in this list. Oh, so there's a Steve Martin on this. The Steve Martin from 774 <laughs> or ABC Ballarat. Cute, Stu, cute. Uh, Tina Fey, of course. Catch-22, which I've told you to read maybe 8,000 times, is on here as a funny book, which is funny because it's actually uh, – it's it's deeper than that. It's got a lot of other good stuff in it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. there are loads of books in here and I reckon that, that some of them are really hilarious. Can I ask you a quick question? We have to go. We do, yeah. <clears throat> What's the appeal of breakfast at Tiffany's? What do you mean? I, well, I caught a bit of it yesterday. And oh, I just thought, you this can't just catch a bit of breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. That's the problem. Uh, this, so this, this is, is a, a pile, pile of junk. Of junk. Okay. This is a do you know what, maybe we need to do from Slop Town, a USA. A slop fest. From Slop Town. Okay. USA. Um, how about we do a cinema studies appreciation? Stuart's wetting his pants <laughs> laughing at himself at the moment. Yeah, by a the slop way. fest from Slop Town, USA is some of my best work. That's very, um, Thank you very much. searing analysis. As he pats himself on the back. Yeah, very good. Searing uh, analysis. Anyway. I bet you have a Brexit. Huh? <laughs> Uh, there are, anyway, look, there are lots of books in here. I will chuck the link. You up. haven't given us one recommendation. At least I went Stuart, out on the limb with Sadara. No, that was BuzzFeed's. Thing. No. We've gone all listicle. Bridget Jones oh. and Nick Hornby do not appear. I can't see a Nick Hornby here. Um, You're going to be reading. Can I just tack on a 2015 uh, reference? Yeah. The, the new uh, Mockingbird book. Everyone yeah. else has had their two cents about it. You're going to read it? Have you read any good reviews about I'm it? I'm not reading it because she didn't. Allegedly. No, that's all lies. Didn't, what? 
She did allow it to go out. Uh, yeah, she's 107 and she's got dementia. Well, she needs to pay for the house. It's stupidly did, I... big uh, or stupidly old uh, accommodation is not cheap. No, I don't approve of it. <laughs> there was a great there was a great headline in you the, don't approve of it in the Onion um, that said Harper Lee's new book comes out. It's called. My estate trustee is the best, and everything she decides is <laughs> awesome, or something. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not interested in reading that. It does make me want to read the original again, though. Wasn't I, it grand? Well, I was. I, that was a school book. That was on my curriculum. I was like, you know, way too. I need to read it again. Apparently, reading it as an adult, it's really great. Oh, have a, who's got the time? Reading. Pff. You know what you need to do? Uh, I'll start Audible. with a funny book. Oh, Audible. Listen, man. Listen to them. I'm listening to two books at the moment. I don't moment. think I could listen to David Sedaris on Audible. That would do, I'd be smashing my headphones David to David Sedaris, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't listen if you don't like his voice. Um, but I'm listening to two books. I'm listening to the yeah. brain one that I told you about. Oh, yes. The brain that heals itself. You love this guy. Oh, my God. He's the best. And the other one is fiction. Uh, no, it's not fiction. It's a, it's um, the first part of My Struggle by... Nowsgard or whatever his name is. Yes. And what's that last book you had? I'm really enjoying it. Can't remember. Mm. Uh, anyway, hey, <laughs> this is supposed to be short. <laughs> and this is books and with people who don't know the titles. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned into a really bad <clears throat> first year um, cultural studies class. <laughs> cultural so, studies, remember that? <laughs> stupidlybig.com is where you can find us. Yes, we are online. For all recommendations. At Twitter, we're on Facebook at Stupidly Big. Totally. Uh, we are, you can leave a voicemail for us, please snail do. Snail mail. Give them the snail mail. P.O. Box 1436 Fitzroy North 3068. <coughs> you can also email. What's the email Leave address? us a review or give us some stars on uh, iTunes because that's awesome. And it's also, we... It's also just great to hear from you and to have it is. lovely feedback. It helps feedback people. There. And can I just another little shout out to yeah. our homie G Moz, who oh, made yeah. new and noteworthy at the Apple iTunes shop with his oh, uh, stories of you podcast. Fantastic. So well done, G Moz. On ya. Keep the strength. Keep the strength. Uh, it's a very strong strength. Oh, strong strength is a good strength. Um, we will talk tomorrow. I've got my school reunion tomorrow night. Well, let's talk of that because <laughs> I am anti-reunions. But until then, Lozwana. You can knock me over with a feather. Until then, stew pot, have a good one. Bye-bye.